0: As I look back over my life and see where I have been. I live little... Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Cherise Johnson-Moore and welcome to Cherise Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. It's time for a daily devotional. It's time for a daily devotional. It's time for a daily devotional. All right, okay. So, good morning everyone, Sharice johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time, it is time for a daily devotional. And today we are going to come up, we are coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 2, 1 through 36. 1 Samuel chapter 2, 1 through 36. Thirty-six, And it talks about how Anna dedicates Samuel to the Lord. And it talks about Samuel's childhood ministry. Samuel's childhood ministry. So let's deep dive into this, into this, into this, this morning. All right, everyone. Get your Bibles, your tablets, cell phones, laptops, however you may read the word. And come on and let's learn something new today. All right. All right, come on now. Let's get busy. All right, now let's get into 1 Samuel 2, 1 through 36. And it reads, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord, my mouth is enlarged over mine enemies, because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so exceeding proudly, let not arrogance come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bowels of the mighty men are broken, and they shall stumble. And they that stumbled are girded with strength. They that were full have hired themselves out for bread. And they that were hungry cease, so that the barren have born seven, and she that hath many children is waxed feeble. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave, and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor, and maketh rich. He bringeth low, and lifteth, lifteth up. He raised, raises up the poor out of the dust, and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill, to set them among princes, and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and He hath set the world upon them. He will keep the feet of His saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall He thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and He shall give strength unto His king. And exalt the horn of his anointed. And Elkanah went to Ramoth to his house. And the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. And the priest's customs with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest's servant came. While the flesh was in seating, seated thing, with a flesh hook of three teeth in his hand. And he struck it into the pan, or kettle, or cauldron, or pot. All that the flesh hook brought up, the priest took for himself. So they did in Shiloh unto all the Israelites that came thither, Also, before they burnt the fat, the priest's servant came and said to the man that sacrificed, Give flesh to roast for the priest, for he will not have sodden flesh of thee, but raw. And if any man said unto him, Let them not fail to burn the fat, presently, and then take as much as thy soul desireth, then he would answer him, Nay, but thou shalt give it to me now, and if not, I will take it by force. Wherefore the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, girded with a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother made him a little coat and brought it to him from year to year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. And Eli blessed Elkanah. And his wife, and said, The Lord give thee seed of this woman, for the loan which is lent to the Lord. And they went unto their own home, and the Lord visited Hannah, so that she conceived, and bare three sons, and two daughters. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Now Eli was very old, and heard all that his sons did unto all Israel. And how they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he said unto them, Why do ye such things? For I hear of your evil dealings by all this people. Nay, my sons, for it is no good report that I hear. Yet ye make the Lord's people to transgress." If one man sin against another, the judge shall judge him. But if a man sin against the Lord, who shall entreat for him? Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto the voice of their father, because the Lord would slay them. And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon mine altar, to burn incense, to wear an ephod before me, and... Did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? Wherefore, kick ye at my sacrifice and at mine offering, which I have commanded in my habitation. And honoris, honoris thy sons above me to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me for ever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me, for them that honour me I will honour, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Be- behold, the days come that I will cut off thine arm, in the arm of thy father's house, that there shall not be an old man in thine house, and that, and thou shall see an enemy in my habitation, and all the wealth which God shall give Israel, and there shall not be an old man in thine house forever, and the man of thine whom I shall not cut off from mine altar shall be to consume thine eyes and to grieve thine heart, and all the increase of thy house shall die in the flower of their age. And this shall be a sign unto thee that shall come upon thy two sons on Hophani and Phineas. And one day they shall die, both of them, and I will raise me up a faithful priest that shall do according to that which is in mine heart and in my mind. And I will build him a sure house and he shall walk before mine anointed forever. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left in thine house shall come and crouch to him for a piece of silver and a morsel of bread. And shall say, Put me, I pray thee, into one of the priest's office, that I may eat a piece of bread. I have read First Samuel 2, 1-36. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to breathe this morning, open our eyes this morning, have activity of our limbs this morning. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for just able to get and turn and put our feet on the floor first thing in the morning, Lord. We are able to walk this morning, Lord. We are able to talk this morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us, all that you bless us with, all that you have done for us, Lord. We thank you. Even when we didn't want to do right, Lord, you did for us anyway. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see this day, just this day, just this day, Lord. We thank you because you didn't have to do that, Lord. You didn't have to Touch us this morning. Say, rise, my child, rise. Get up from there and do my will. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for all that you have done for us, all that you're doing right now and all that you're going to do, Lord. We thank you for your word that teaches us how to live day to day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. for your word, for your word is true. God is a man that he shall not lie. God, we thank you. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now let's deep dive into First Samuel two one through thirty six, and it reads, you know, it reads typical of how things are in the beginning of Samuel's life. And during this chap, in in this chapter, we see that Hannah is celebrating God. She is celebrating with the words. She is celebrating. And she is is really giving her son a a way of living. She tells, uh, you know, Samuel all of these things that God is good for. And what he should do and what he shouldn't do in the conversation. And... Uh, in the beginning, when he is dedicated to God, she gives him specific instructions. And during these instructions, she is letting him know what God will do to the good, what he will do to the bad, what he will do. And um, during this uh, time that Samuel is in the tabernacle of the congregation. She's dedicated Samuel to the Lord. She's giving him to the Lord, and she leaves him there at the tabernacle with Eli, right? And he is doing his ministry. He is ministering before the Lord being a child girded with a linen of ephah. Ephah. He is given the responsibilities just like Eli in his ministry. And Eli has, uh, then it goes into a discussion in the chapter of what Eli is going through. It goes into this, this, this conversation of telling you who Eli is. Is and what is going on with him in his personal life. And Eli, two sons, Hopani, Hopani, and Phineas, have not gone, are not doing what. They are required. really they're doing the opposite. They're sinning, they're sleeping with the, they're sleeping around with the, with the women that come to the temple and they are committing sins that reflect on them reflect on their father Eli. And Eli tell Eli said, "Look, I know what you've been doing. I know what's going on, and you have been doing evil in the sight of God, right and in this process, it says that in in this process, it says that you know that because of their sin." Because they 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 they, because the two sons are just out here running amok and doing all this stuff that has nothing to do with God. It is really bringing them on uh, uh, um, ill repute. Uh, they are not worthy to. They are not worthy to serve. They are not worthy to serve as ministers or priests. It's supposed to be passed down. If you remember, uh, when it when it's passed down through generation to generation, that when one priest has children, that their family, all their family has, the family has to take up what their father, where the father left off in his passing. But because Eli's two sons do not do this. They bring a curse upon themselves. And and it came a man, a man of God unto Eli. And said unto him, I'm reading out of 2, one, uh, uh, two and 27. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, thus saith the Lord. Did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? It had already been presented to him as a child. This same man. Now this man could be an angel. It could be someone that God has bestowed upon him to deliver this message to Eli. But the man says, I've, I've spoken with you about, I've come to your house before and prophesied what will happen with you. And then it says, um, it says, uh, did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt? When they were in Egypt. So he's giving them He's giving them um, what he is telling them. He's telling them that, look, I've already been, we've already, and, and did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel? To be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an ephod before me, and did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? He's giving him, giving them uh, a recollection of what they were supposed to do and how he, how you was blessed and how you was. Uh, you were uh, treated in this manner where you had an abundance of things, right? And he says, Wherefore keep ye at my sacrifice and at my offerings, which I have commanded in my habitation. And honorest thy sons above me. Make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. And then he says, I made you, everything the chief is over everything you had command over everything this is the man talking and speaking with Eli and then he also says that because of your sons and their sins that you will you you will die with nothing you will die with nothing nothing, nothing, because of their sins you will die, poor you will die, and it says, and this shall be a sign unto thee that shall come upon thy thy two sons of Hoponite and Phinehas, and one day they shall die, both of them. Okay, He gives this, this prophecy to Eli about his children. Uh, and, and the thing is, is that he says, And everyone that is left in thy house shall come and crouch to him for pieces of silver. He gives this prophecy over the calling of Samuel's life. Samuel will be the head of... Uh, the priesthood, uh, he is going to lead, he is going to be the next, the next priest. He is going to be the next, uh, uh, next uh, opener, door opener for God's will. And, and he, and Samuel will be the head and your two sons will have the nerve to come and ask about they want to be priests. And they're going to be the ones that go to Samuel, ask for help, to ask for food, to ask for these things. And, uh, you know, and, and, and it is so, so funny how life is that you can have a life and try to raise your children up in the right way but because you have not, maybe you might have missed a step or maybe you might have, you knew what you were supposed to raise them as and they came out to be, they came out to be something that you didn't think they would be. And they're. Their father is the priest. So wouldn't you think that the two sons would turn around and want to, you know, do right? He's taught them right. He, he's, he's given them a prime example of what life, their life uh, uh, should be about. But somewhere the two sons missed a step, missed, a, missed something. And they decided to go out and do all these things. Now, it's, it's a thing of we wonder in today's society about preachers' kids. We wonder about preachers' kids because you can can preach all day long in a pulpit and then you can bring that child to church every day and you can teach them the word of the Lord and then they go out and commit all these sins and the children think the parents don't know nothing but because of who you are in the community or where you live at or where you preside at, people from the congregation come back and tell, oh, do you know your child did this? Do you know your child did that? You know, and it's like, I... I, um. It's, it's a it's a thing of when a parent hears some negative stuff about their child sometimes us as parents do not want to hear nothing negative oh my child ain't like that or they put up defenses oh my child not like that my child ain't doing that I don't believe you you know and but after a while and in this time we talk' we, we're talking about Eli and his two sons, he actually tells them he sits down and says, "I know what you've been doing. I know what's going on' cause people come back and tell me stuff and he's he's trying to get them to understand that what you do brings sin and death upon you but it, it and and you know and, and the thing is it's it's it, it's a the thing is that sometimes it is so so mind blowing that you could raise a child in the church, in the in, in, you know, in the choir. They become the you know, they they they're raised in the church. They're raised in that Christian environment, and they still want to do unspeakable sins. And it is brought to his attention. He they have been prophesied over by this man visiting Eli. And because of their sins, they have been declared, where you're gonna when they get when you get uh when I, you know, when when you get older and Samuel is leading, when Samuel will come into into leadership. When he gets old, Samuel will come into leadership. And these same two children that are out here disobeying and doing uh, sins against God they will be the ones that's beggars. They will be the ones that's going to Samuel begging for bread, begging for a place to stay, begging for this. And then and they're going to want to have the nerve to say, oh, can you make us a priest? Can you make us, can you give us the priest's office? And they be like, how you going to ask for that? And you was out here doing all this other stuff. You, you, you're not living, you know, you, You're going to have the nerve to come and ask to be a priest in the priest's office. And you're out here doing what you're doing. And you expect to get this because you think it's inherited to you because your father Eli was the priest. But you chose to go the opposite direction and not follow what your father was trying to teach you. The teachings of God. The teachings of of how to live right. How to do right. How to treat people right. And now you want to come and be a priest? So, this is our story for today. Be careful of how you live because it can affect your future. But we all know that God is a change maker. God is a deliverer. God is a, a way maker for you in your life that you can. He, he gives you grace. God gives us grace every day for the sins we may have committed in our past or we are committing now because we do not know the future that he has hold for us. God can turn around and take like a person like me. I used to be a stripper. I used to be a prostitute. I used to be a thief. I used to be all these bad things, didn't want to listen. Grandparents were telling me all kind of stuff, you know, telling me how to live, how to how to treat people, how to do. And when I grew up, I took all my resentment and things that I thought people owed me, like I said, what I thought people owed me, and and lived a lascivious Just, just lustful life, and too busy with chasing money. And oh, money was my thing, and money was this, and I need money for this. And yeah, you need money, but the thing is, you gotta learn how to depend on God. And that life, He delivered me from. He delivered me from. He gave me a nice wake up call when he called the three most important people in my life. Sometimes it doesn't take a, a a a death to change you. Sometimes it could take a situation. It could take a it could take a, a wake up like one moment you had this burp go off in your head, light bulb go off in your head, like really, I'm I'm wasting my time on this. Or God gives sends you someone to give you a message. That is very important, but you ignore it at the time, and you and then you get to wonder why my life is like this. Why, but you know why? Is, why am I going through all this? Why am I suffering this way? Why Look at how you live. That's the part where harp and, and Phineas they turn around and they have to evaluate how they're living. They, they, you know, we will find out about them later on in in, in Samuel, but. My thing to you today is, how are you living? How are you living? Are you living holy? Are you living righteous? Are you are you doing everything God asked you to do when he asked you to do it? Or are you just saying, okay, I'm going to just live my life. I'm going to do drugs. I'm going to get high. I'm going to sleep around. Uh, I got nothing to do with myself. I just want to get high. I don't care if it's pills, dope, or heroin, or crack, cocaine. Or I'm going to just go ahead and get drunk all night and sleep around with a bunch of men and women. You know, you know, you know, men or, you know what I mean. If you're a woman, you sleep with the men. If a man sleeping with a bunch of women. Am I just in the club? You know, party, 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 and then I had the nerve to go and sit in church on Sunday. We all need God. We all have sins. We all have uh, uh, sins. And the thing is, is are you even evaluating your life? I know, I know I had to evaluate mine. I'm not, I ain't going to sit here and lie. I had to evaluate mine. I had to evaluate, is it, is it worth me going through all these problems? Is it worth me going through all this pain? Is it worth... I, look, and then sometimes you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know I was. My thing is, but the sins, but God can deliver you from them if you ask for Repentance. Say, God, forgive me for what I have done. God, forgive me for I know not what I do or I know what I'm doing and I want to stop doing it. I want to, I want to live right. I want to treat people right. I want to treat my body as a temple. My body is a temple. It's not, the, And then we have to get an understanding of the day society where the body is the temple. You can sit in church all day long, but it, it don't mean nothing if you ain't taking what the lessons that you learned and take them out and live that life that God asked you to live. So sometimes we have to go to ask God for repentance and say, God, I'm sorry. I know I'm not living right. I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? Can you forgive me of the sins that I have committed against myself and others? God, I need you. I want you. I want to live a better life. I need a better life. I don't, I'm, I'm, and I'm totally going to depend on you. Totally. Not man, not a man, not a woman, but God. Totally dependent on God, on God. So, I just want to leave you with that message for the day. All right, everyone. It has been an honor and a privilege to bring you this word this morning. And thank you for listening to Daily Devotional. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. All right. I love you. Have a blessed day. Authors, authors, authors. Have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? You can reach us at IamSharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. It has been a privilege and an honor to bring you Daily Devotional for today. I want to say that I love you, even though we don't know each other. I love you. I love you for your love and support of this podcast. And I am so elated to bring you daily devotionals each day. And I want to just, you know, appreciate you. I, I truly do appreciate you. I appreciate you to the utmost. I want you to have a blessed day and be safe out there and we will talk again on the next episode of Daily Devotionals. Have a blessed day.